Hi, I'm going to read Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. If you haven't watched my other podcast episodes, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part 6, go and check it out right now. Please sure have to watch my other podcast episode, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part 6. Let's continue on with the story. Elsa, house was almost destroyed. But I got him out all right before the muggles started started swarming around. He fell asleep. He fell asleep as we were flying flying over Bristol. Dumbledore and Professor McGonagall bent forward over the bundle of blankets. Inside, just visible, just visible, was a baby boy fast asleep under a tuft of jet black hair of his forehead. They could see a curiously shaped cut, like a bolt, like a bolt of lightning. Is that where? Whispered Professor McGonagall. Yes, said Dumbledore. He'll have that scare scar forever. Couldn't you do something about it, Dumbledore? Even if I could, I wouldn't. Scars can come in useful. They have one myself above my left knee. It's a perfect map of a London underground. Well, give him here. Hagrid will Well give him here, Hagrid. We'll better get this over with. Dumbledore took Harry in his arm and turned towards the Dursley's house. <coughs> Did I mention I have a cop in the other podcast episode? Yeah, I did. Anyway, I could... I could... Could I, could I say goodbye to him, sir? Fox Hagrid. I bent his great saggy head over Harry and gave him what must have been very scratchy whiskers, whisk, 
Let's go eat Chris. Then suddenly Hagrid let out a howl like a like a dog like a wolf. Shh! It's Professor McGonagall. We'll wake up the muggles. Sorry, sobbed Hagrid, taking out a large spotted handkerchief and burying his face in it. But I can't stand it. Lily and James stared, and poor little Harry off to live with muggles. Yes, yes. It's all very sad, but I get a grip on yourself, Hagrid. Or we'll be found. Professor McGongle whispered, patting Hagrid gingerly on the arm as Dumbledore stepped over the low garden wall and walked to the front door. He laid Harry gently on the doorstep. <coughs> he took took a letter out of his cloak. Tucked, <coughs> tucked it inside Harry's blanket. Then came and then came back to the other two for a for a full minute, the three of them stood and looked at the little bundle. Hagrid soldier shook. Professor McGonagall blinked furiously as the twinkling light that usually shone from Dumbledore's eyes seemed to have gone out. Well, said Dumbledore finally, that's it. That's that. We've no business staying here. We mean we may as well be yeah. we may as well go and join the celebrations. Yeah, said Hagrid in a muffled voice. I best get this bike away. Good night, Professor McGonagall. <laughs> Professor Dumbledore, sir. Big his dreaming eyes on his, on his jacket sleeve. Hagrid swung himself onto a motorbike and kicked the engine to life. With a war. It whirled it whirls into the air and off into the night. I shall see you soon, I expect, Professor McGonagall, said Dumbledore.
nodding to her. Professor McGonagall blew her nose in reply. Dumbledore turned and walked back down the street. On her corner, he stopped and took out the silver out the silver put outer. He clicked it once and twelve balls of light sped back into their heat lamps. So that private drive glowed suddenly orange and he can make out a tabby cat sit slinking around the corner at the other end of the street. street. He could just see the bundle of blankets on the step of number four. This is a very, very book, very, very long book. So I'm gonna stop from here. I'm gonna stop here, okay? Bye!